when England decided to begin its colonization of Australia. Then known as New South Wales, it was deemed necessary to help bolster the number of voluntary colonists with prisoners and undesirables. But when you send all your prisoners to be colonists, where do you send the prisoners who can't function as colonists? Answer, Tasmania. One notable location was a timber station turned prison that had begun its service in 1830. This prison housed the worst of the worst from all over Australia, repeat offenders who could not serve a purpose even in a penal colony full of convicts. Guests of the prison were subjected to draconian isolation treatments and backbreaking hard labor. It's no mystery why a number of prisoners decided to resort to suicide as a means of escape. With this much torture and pain all concentrated into one area, it doesn't come as much of a surprise that this area is now known as one of Australia's top most haunted locations. This case file, the theorists get in a tizzy over tazzy and say good day to the ghosts of Port Arthur. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 99, Port, Port Arthur Haunting. I'm Brayden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Byron. He's it's, back. He's back, baby. It's, uh, it's only taken us 99 case files in three years to figure out how to fucking listen to the theme song live. <laughs> Not for lack of trying. This is no. we have tried this nope. multiple times. We did it a couple times, but it's uh, I got it all figured out now. I got my samp. I got my iPad sampler. I got all the music on here. You just you just wait. I just wait. I can't. I can't wait. This is exciting. Um, well, should we uh, any? Should we get right into some space news? Ah. Space news. Uh, wow. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. I think I, I've told I've had like a total of like three times before. <laughs> yeah. That's so exciting. I got uh, the Strato launch plane makes its first flight. Uh, the giant aircraft takes off on its first test flight April 13th. Well, it took off from the Mojave Air and Spaceport in California. Sweet. The largest in the world by wingspan. Oh, it's crazy. Top speed of 278 kilometers per hour and an altitude of 4,570 meters. No, it's pretty fucking slow for a plane. Huge, though. It's, um, it's gigantic. It's fucking massive. Look up a picture if you haven't already. Hashtag look it up. Strata launch plane. It's uh, pretty Strata cool. Strata launch. It's not, not as cool as the spruce goose. What's the spruce goose? Spruce My, goose? Yeah, the spruce goose. Don't you guys know about the spruce goose? Yes, not. No. Well, it, was, can, it was Howard Hughes' like, plane that he built oh, that was way yeah, too that huge big to one? fly. 
And it lifted like four feet off the ground, and they're like, it flew. Yeah, they never like it never successfully off the ground. Fly. Yeah. It's not as cool. Huh. I, I I remember it from the movie. The Yogi ba- cool. Yogi and the Spruce Goose. Yogi Bear and the Spruce yeah. Goose. That movie? No, no. The what's the movie with how where Leo DiCaprio plays Howard Hughes? The Aviator. Yeah, that's the one. I remember from Yogi Bear and the Spruce Goose. Uh, what else do I got here? We got uh I, I couldn't remember if we talked about this, but scientists just released the first ever image of a black hole. Oh, man, that's the space what? news this week. When did that? I have April totally 10th. not heard about that because I've been living under a rock this last couple of days. Yeah. Seriously? That's, that's bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. I loved, it's it's produced it like a and, thousand memes, too. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I've seen it. It was like everywhere. Like, it was everywhere on the internet. As it just it deservedly so. It is pretty freaking neat. Zell posted, a, I think you, whoever posted on our Facebook group of the image, someone was like, some like girl like messaged her friend and was like, they finally got a pic of your veg. That was, <laughs> really, that was really funny. I was like, oh, ruthless. Yeah, I ruthless. Savage. And her friend was like unaware. She was like, well, what's up with this? <laughs> why, why are you sending me this? <laughs> um, it's, it's really cool. There's... um. The one that's blurry that everyone looks at, where it's just like the blurry, like that's a, it's zoomed up, but like they have a cooler one that's a little more in focus further out, like pulled back a little bit. Of really like the cool. whole structure of like the whole galaxy. Yeah, it's um, so very quiet. Cool. What's it called? The Event Horizon Telescope? Yeah. So just a network of like a whole bunch of telescopes all over the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's eight, eight telescopes from around the world. Uh, they rely on a technique called very long, very long baseline interferometry. Fuck, I it's, I don't know what that means. But I wouldn't do much better. Each each telescope receives the same signal. So that's cool. And they combine them all into a massive file. Yeah, uh, the the not, resulting files are so massive. So much so that they led to be stored on physical hard drives and flown to a location where researchers combined them into one aggregate image. Yeah, they were like, it's the data was in the size of like beyond terabytes. It's like petabytes, which is like way huger than than terabytes. And it's like so many hard drives <laughs> to be put together. And then I saw all these posts about people complaining about how blurry it was. And I couldn't tell if people were joking or not. And that kind of made me, it's like, wait, you're complaining about this, taking a picture of a black hole that is billions of light years away. And you're complaining about how blurry it is. That's just modern culture, no matter what it is. (laughs) I really hope people were trolling that stuff. Cause I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. (laughs) You know how far away that is? (laughs) five billion light years like we're looking at the we are we are literally looking at the past well images yeah images of this of this black hole five billion years ago because that's how long the light just didn't take it you're fucking complaining about how blurry it is like (laughs) it's so it's so blurry i can't even see it nasa what am i tax laws i can't even see it's so blurry get the fuck out of here <laughs> uh, very cool stuff. That's all I had for space news, pretty much. That was a big one. No, that black hole one. Yeah, that's the coolest space news in a while. So, hundred percent. I mean, that's that, that's one of the biggest things of our generation. Pretty much. What's that old stealth plane that's been flying around the Mojave Desert again? Out of retirement, the the fucking big, the old big one that looks like a uh, me too. Yeah, that one. 
They said it's been sighted zipping around the Mojave Desert as well. Uh, and I guess it, they, it was long since re- thought to be retired. And uh, right. it's been spotted a couple times, uh, you know, in the UFO highway there. Ooh. Last couple of weeks I've been reading about pretty cool stuff. I don't know what they're doing with it, but. Wasn't for dusting, dropping, it, dropping bombs? Dusting the old bird out. <laughs> Quick little zip around the desert. Um, anyone else? Space news? That's pretty much all I had. That's it. Why don't we get into, uh, why don't we fire up the UFO uh, case file of the week, the randomatron. Uh, said I want let's do uh, like some sort of weird encounter. Type it, fill it up for encounters. All right, encounters. Here we go, and we're thinking at it right now. Encounters. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. All right. Uh, all right. Let's see what it spit out of me. Ooh, humanoid encounter. Uh, this looks like it was posted uh, by Hermes North. Uh, unknown creature in the woods near my house. I was told I might find more information here. Uh, this looks like it was posted to Reddit. Um, ooh, April. February in February. Cool. It's pretty recent. All right, here we go. Hold on. Before, before I, before I get to flack, you know, New York, you need New York. You know, you need unique New York. You know, New York, you need New York. You know, you need, you know, you need, you need <laughs> it's warming up New York. Okay. In those mouth exercises. You know, yeah. Okay. How now brown cow. Ask how brown cow. Okay. <laughs> Last Monday, I went on a walk into the woods. I usually go there all the time, whether it's spring or winter. A bit of information. I live near Lake Ontario. There's a lot of state land and forests that go on for miles. I live in the middle of nowhere, so I can walk into the woods and keep walking for hours. Because I go on walks, jogs, and play soccer, I'd say I'm fairly athletic. I'm an 18-year-old girl, and I'm not very tall, and I don't weigh much, so I'm a pretty fast runner, too. That's important later. Okay. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Okay. I'd say I'm fairly athletic. <laughs> uh, sometimes it can get really creepy out there in the woods. Like the boss music in a video game just started at 100 volume. You feel watched. And really tense. My mom and grandparents, they live right down the road, always told me that if I start to feel unsafe out there, I always need to leave. That's why they they never said why. I always figured they were afraid of koi dogs. It never seemed that important. I did listen to them, though. I always went back home. Are koi dogs coyotes? Is that what you guys call them? I I've never, I don't know what a koi dog is. Is it a coyote? What's a koi dog? Is it? I'm guessing it's a coyote or like a dog similar to a coyote. I guess. Continue. Is it, a, <laughs> is it a big dog? All right. So Monday afternoon, maybe a bit past four o'clock, I left to go walking. I had been out there for
for two days. I had been out there just two days before with no problems. But after walking for about a half mile, the feeling that I was being watched began. It was uns- I was unsettled, but I stupidly thought to myself, you're 18 years old. You have a seven-inch knife on your belt, and the, and the house really isn't that far away. What are you so afraid of? It was so. It was stupid. I should have gone home. All right. <laughs> FYI, a koi dog oh. is a hybrid between a uh, coyote anyways, and a Anyways, I dog. kept walking, maybe a quarter mile, until I came oh. to an old logging road. It makes for a quick way around the woods. It also connects the road that my house and grandparents' house are on. I was getting pretty tired from hiking through the snow-covered bushes and logs. I kept falling through, and I was making me, it was making me feel a bit too vulnerable to be openly struggling when I still felt like someone was watching me. And just a few minute, moments before, I could have swore I saw something moving around in my peripheral vision. So I decided to walk down the logging road instead. As I was walking down it, I heard the sound of chains rattling nearby and started looking around for them, thinking maybe it was just chains in a tree blowing in the wind. (laughs) As they do. (laughs) As they do. As will often happen with heavy chains hanging from the tree. she, She explains this. It's not uncommon for hunters and ATVers to leave chains, ropes, and random garbage along the path. Still, I couldn't find any chains, and I stopped hearing it after a second. I shrugged it off, but just a few minutes later, I heard them again. It was weird, but I ignored it again. I kept walking and was getting close to my grandparents' land when I heard the chains again. I stopped walking to look around me, and check to see if maybe it was something I was wearing. My jacket, my necklace. It wasn't anything on me. I jumped around to double check and probably looked really stupid. I imagine she did the old like... <laughs> quick su- Is yeah. it shaking? Is it moving? Yeah. What's that sound? Uh, but I knew it was, wasn't me making the noise. I decided I'd just go to my grandparents' house and walk back using the actual road. But as soon as I started heading into the woods... I heard something. It sounded like my footsteps had been in time with a second pair that were maybe 10 feet away, which made no sense because there had been nothing there just a moment ago. I took another step and heard something step at the same time from behind me. I didn't turn around. I was too afraid to. It's probably a good thing I didn't. So I acted if I was going to take another step forward, but I stopped my foot right above the snow. I wanted to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Behind me, whatever there was, whatever was there, stepped down. I heard the snow crunch. Then it moved forward again quickly. It must have known I'd figure out, figured out it was there. I started running towards my grandparents' land, and whatever was behind me followed. It sounded humanish, and the sound of chains started up again when it started chasing me. The thing definitely had two, only two legs, and it sounded pretty big. There's a lot of thorn bushes, small trees, and things that stay around all year, even in the winter. While I ran around between them as best I could, it was just going right through them. I glanced behind me for a second, and all I saw was really tall, gray, humanoid blur. Before I looked back in front of me, 
timing wasn't on my side. Like I said, it was the late afternoon and the sun was getting low. So it was getting a little dark under the trees. I was running through the thorn bushes at this point because I knew it was getting too close to me and there was just too many thorns to try going around them all. I was slowed down by them a bit and was sure it was going to catch me, but it never did. I'm not sure if it may, if maybe it just didn't care to for some reason, maybe trying to scare me away, or I was still going fast enough that it couldn't catch me. I burst through the final line of bushes and out onto the cleared up edge of my parents, grandparents' yard, then up the hill and to the house. The final stretch was terrifying. I could hear heavy breathing and chains rattling just a few feet behind me the entire time, and it sounded like it was almost growling. My grandparents' dog, a very big Malamute, Malamute Mastiff mix, was up in the yard near the house and started barking, but he didn't run towards me. He just stayed by the house barking. Then he ran with me to the house when I got close to him. I ran up to the door and went inside. The dog, the dog came in right behind me. I slammed the door shut. I didn't hear anything and looked out the window, but there wasn't anything there. The dog was leaning on me, shaking. I was too, so I understood how he felt. We were both really scared by that thing. My grandfather came to the door from upstairs after just a few seconds, and I started crying, and I told him everything after I'd calmed down and could breathe again. He became very serious and told me, don't think about it, just forget it ever happened. I tried to ask him why, but he refused to tell me anything. He just insisted that I forget immediately and keep it out of my mind. But I can't forget. I tried asking my grandmother too, but she didn't say anything and changed the subject. My dad thinks it was a bear, but I know it wasn't. For one thing, you can't outrun bears. My mom acted the same way as my grandparents. They refused to answer any of my questions, so I told a close friend about it the other day, and she didn't know what it was either but told me I might find similar stories online. Woo. Cool. The weird thing with the grandparents, like, and the parents not telling, that reminds me is like, it's your, it's your brother. He's chained in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> we take a bucket Don't of fish forget. heads out to him. We forgot to take yeah. him. Yes, like forget what you, forget what you saw. Bart's like evil twin upstairs in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> but he was uh, but spoiler, he wasn't the evil twin. No. Yeah, dun, exactly. dun, dun. Good story. That's, That's fucking great. terrifying. Yeah, fuck. That's just Jeffrey Love. Don't worry about him. He's yeah. nice. Put him put him out of your mind. That's creepy. I was like, why would you not tell your granddaughter about if there's whatever it was, Bigfoot that lived out in your property? Like <laughs> It's kind of crazy <laughs> that the dog though was scared of it. That's I, I mean I've heard of that before like the dogs if they encounter some sort of people say they've encountered Bigfoot before big feet Bigfoots and foots Bigfoots well big the feet. other thing too though is like if you run like dogs are really they pick up on the owners too right not to say there wasn't something that fucking terrified the dog but if you come in like a fucking state of panic of I think you to put your yeah. dog in your your dog will like sense that your dogs dogs pick up on that energy right. Mm. See, so, why didn't she just wait till the next day, go back out there? It's snow. It's February. And go back out there and like retrace her steps with someone to see what was in the snow. Well, she ran. Well, yeah, she did run through good the question. bushes, but it's a good question. We'll have to ask her. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Uh, creepy, man. I, You know, David Politis says all the time, don't go in the woods alone. There's something out there taking people. So, Buddy system. 
buddy like, system. Yeah, 100%. cannot stress that enough. Take your nice accountability, buddy. The fucking woods of North America are a terrifying place, and a <laughs> staggering <laughs> amount of people go fucking missing every day. Every so damn day. Don't go in the woods alone, especially <laughs> at night. That's that's one thing I've learned, and don't go in the woods alone. There you go. You will not come out. You will die. Yeah, Guaranteed. just like in a horror movie, don't do it. <laughs> like just. You know, you yell at the people all the time in the in the horror movie. Don't go in there. Don't go in there. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. They never listen. <laughs> never listen. They never. They never listen. Get a little Alex Jones going. Don't go in the woods, Joe. Don't go in the woods. I'm not in the woods. They're making babies. I'm an alien baby show. <laughs> so. You are Alex Jones. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking great. <laughs> Begun his transformation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, transformation complete. I'm all a little red in the face. I felt my face heat up when just, I was saying that. Just how he talks. That's why he's so red all the time. Just the way he talks yeah. is so much pressure oh, in yeah, his veins. Pushing out. Uh, great story, though. That was, awesome. a, that was a good one. It gave me the chills a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What's uh, now, what are we talking about today there, Dano? Dano. Well, today... Since we have, uh, we're lucky enough to have Byron here, our resident down under and expert. And we found out before the podcast, he has been to Port Arthur and it was in fact still haunted while he was there. Was, <laughs> the haunting yeah. wasn't closed. It did not stop being haunted. It didn't stop being haunted. It was, it Public while holiday, he was there. But that, was, that was still there, apparently. You bunch of idiots. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Who asked that question? Yeah. Did you want me to no. sort of run with this and set the scene? Yeah, set the scene. Yeah, go for 100%. it. Been there. You probably know. I did. Well, more about it than us. It's, yeah, I went down to Port Arthur quite. I used to fish quite a lot off there. Really good fishing, good tuna fishing. But I actually have been down to Port Arthur on one of these ghost tours with the wife um, late at night, and yeah, she's a pretty bloody eerie place. So for those who are unaware, Port Arthur is essentially Australia's Australia. <laughs> now. <laughs> Australia, as you may or may Best not know, way to put it. yeah. Well, so all the convicts got sent to Oz, and then when they fucked up in Oz, we sent them down south even further to Tassie, and Port Arthur's right down the uh, south of uh, Hobart and Tasmania, and the reason they put them and uh, built this prison system down there. Uh, was because it's a small little peninsula with only a very thin um, landmass with a with a two way road connecting it to the rest of uh, Tasmania. So back in the day, your only option to get out is it's kind of like Alcatraz. It was to swim, so that's why they set up the prison um, down that way and sent all the convicts down there. So, um, and you may have may remember the talking about Port Arthur. That was why there was a big issue with the um the massacres down there because there was one entry in and out. So yeah, they had set up this prison down there. Um and they had all the convicts there. But like going into the reasonings behind all the hauntings and stuff like that, or some of the reasonings is that there was some pretty full on isolation with the convicts. Um and yeah, a few other yeah, stories I, I'll get into I, later on. I read some of the stuff that went on in that prison. I was like, Jesus, that's a recipe for f- fucking people up mentally big time. 
Yeah, you had people locked in there. Like if you were in the isolation the isolation cells, like you were pretty much in that cell for 23 hours a day. You were let outside for one hour of exercise. Uh, the, the, I don't even think the guards referred to you by name. They didn't refer to the prisoners by name, only by number. And the guards even would communicate using just sign language. Yeah, I read that too. And huh. I actually heard they had uh, felt on the bottom of their shoes as well to minimize sound. So I was a full like silence sign language like there was no communication <laughs> nothing silent treatment that's where this came from the silent <laughs> yeah. treatment well it, though the the more um unruly i guess convicts were down there and that was they were put in there so to try and break that habit is they just took away all their sensory systems so darkness isolation no noise no nothing and in the end like they were in there for you know, I was in there for about a minute. So I was like, nah, peace. I'm out of this shit. Um, walking around in there at night. But like, they were in there for some of them up for like 30 days. And it actually sent a lot of them fucking crazy. Mad. Give them the old MK Ultra treatment there. Yeah. Well, I had read too that they didn't believe in any, that jail was kind of like fucking new age back in the day. They didn't really believe in corporate punishment. Um, so that was used minimum, what like minimally, what they used more was this psychological fucking just torture yeah. essentially. And they would like, I read that they'd like, um, you know, as inmates would up their like, you know, troublemakers, the more trouble they get, they'd like pull other senses for you. They'd put like bags over your head so you can't see and they'd leave you without sights and sound and like isolated in a room. And I'm like, man. We like we know the effects that that shit does to like a regular people people in solitary confinement in prisons now. Now you're taking away their sight and stuff, and like I can in the 1800s, like I can only imagine ruthless. It's absolutely ruthless. Yeah. Oh yeah. Crazy. So why why do they call it? Why is it the most haunted place in the Southern Hemisphere? That's what the kind of what they call it, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of. Well, I think. Yeah, one of Australia's most haunted, and they've got. I think it's like they've got binders and binders full of encounters from tour guides. That it's still very active as a ghost tour, um, bringing in good money. So it is still haunted. It's still haunted. Yeah, <laughs> still going on apparently. <laughs> still that's, haunted. That's good to know. That's good to know, everybody. Uh, but yeah, there, there is there is a lot of documentation um, and encounters from employees as well as. Um, obviously, guess on this tour. Uh, they don't add any, you know, fakery and little sounds and microphones and stuff like this to bring in the money. Uh, even more so, like ooh, any like typical ghost stuff. Like it's they're legit. You go around with a couple of um candles and little lanterns to kind of make like periodic appropriate as well and it's it's fucking creepy like you're walking around these right they old- don't hire actors they don't hire any of that stuff like period actors i have any nope. of that stuff no nope. it's, it's you and your and your lights is what i've seen uh in some of these tours yeah it's, it's a history tour man that's what it is and some people see see stuff we the day we went or the night we went we did not see anything at all didn't hear didn't feel anything um but definitely still creeped out like so it's not haunted it made, when I was there, I think it might have been a public holiday. They might have been away. Guys were s- sleeping. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> the ghost had a stat. <laughs> <laughs> no one, um, wanted, no one, good double time. 
well, I think a lot of the the sightings and those kind of things is like this prison, like a lot of these people developed severe mental illness and they weren't even doing this just to adults. They were doing this to children as young as nine years old. There was children serving time in these prison camps, receiving the same psychological punishment as adults, right? And you put that kind of stress on people, like you're making some bad energy. Like if you do that to one person, you're creating some bad energy. If you're doing this to like hundreds of people, like this is like from a movie. Like you don't do that. You're creating a fucking riff by. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our brains are powerful and they, 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 they're doing stuff to, to our reality that we don't even know. And when you are fucking with someone's mind like this, like, I don't know, that's a recipe for disaster. I think. So I think that's probably likely one of why they have so much paranormal activity here. Well, there is another thing. I don't know whether you guys have heard about this, but uh, apparently one of the doctors there, he used to, and it's implied by staff and records that he used to actually experiment on some of the convicts. Yeah, he used to do in like an inordinate, an inordinate amount of dissections. That's what yeah. I heard. Dissections? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it was like it was in like almost like a basement type um, section of one of in the hospital, and they like they've still got the big slab in the middle of the room that was used at the time as like an operating table and where he do his dissections and stuff. And it was like, yeah, just creepish. It, it, it looks like something out of like a Saw movie or something like that, where it's just like gives you that feeling. Oh, yeah, just creepish. Yeah, creepy as hell. Yeah, I know. I know they visited that room specifically in uh, one of the episodes of uh, Ghost Hunters International, and uh, one of the crew said he laid down on. Well, they showed him laying down on the slab, and he said he actually experienced uh, right as he was about to get up. He felt like a like a slight burning sensation in his chest. You know, just like that's when you'd start cutting. Yeah, you were a surgeon. (laughs) I I. I even remember really reading. Strange. I remember reading that like this place was so grim that uh, prisoners would commit murder. They would murder other inmates because murder in the jail was punished by death. They'd kill you, so they'd murder other people so they could just be to killed. Get out. So, so it's a win-win. Just to get out. <laughs> like it's a win-win. Like <laughs> that is some fucking toxic like, I energy. Hate that Jerry. And I'll kill him. <laughs> yeah. and I'll get out of here at the same time. <laughs> Suckers, but, and then it's like it, it, they they were doing like all the like then they were just like throwing bodies in unmarked graves. They have what has to be the fucking most foreshadowing name. They have the Isle of the Dead, which is just off. It is, and yeah. There's like something like seventeen hundred graves, and only a hundred and eighty are marked. And their prison staff and military personnel, everything else is unmarked graves. Just fucking to toss them in like garbage. Jesus. And it's it's, it's funny, though, because you go down to Port Arthur, and it's an absolute beautiful place. Like, the waters are crystal clear. Um, the fishing is amazing. The scenery, like, around and train is really good. Like, it's it's not like they've put them somewhere where it's, like, Some desolate. shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, a beautiful area. But, yeah, that, that, I forgot about that. Oh, like, they do, like, boat tools around there and stuff, too. But, yeah, it is. It's literally just a small little island where they've buried a bunch of people <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> one small island thousands of dead people yeah 
it it's it's fucking insane. Like that's a horror movie. How horror movies start? Fucking. Not only that, but then I had read like even further back. There was like the aboriginals that lived there. There was like estimated like ten thousand, and when they colonized, they just decimated the population to the point where there was only three hundred left. So now you got like ancient Indian burial, ancient Aboriginal burial grounds going on there too. Like you just compounding like bad everything you read in bad horror movies are like you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, <laughs> Tazzy's Tazzy was pretty bad. The definitely capitalized on the bad juju. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much how much bad karma can we pack into one spot? That's the um, But yeah, yeah, it's 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 fucking it's wild. And like you were saying, Byron, it's it's so picturesque. I was looking at pictures of the prison, and that's gotta add to the punishment itself. Like if you're sitting in this jail where you're getting sensory deprived and you're getting ruthless, and then they let you up for a second, you see this pristine beauty that you can never get to. Yeah. Like it's got it's gotta just Man, it's got to wear you down. Yeah, Byron showed me the picture of this tiny little island right now. And then yeah. like, just even the waters around it. like Yeah, it looks it's like... almost like Kalamanka, like with nice and beautiful water and stuff. It looks almost tropical, but it's yeah. it's good squid fishing just in here. It, it's not You don't get like winter there though, right? In Tasmania? <laughs> you're not like snowing? No, we don't get, we're not down there. Um, Like you won't get snow down that way, but you're like it gets pretty windy and cold. cold? Like the, the wind goes through your bones pretty good. It's cold, moist, humid. Yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, coast, coastal moist. shit. Moist. moist. Some people hate that moist. word, moist, but moist. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's uh, let's get into some other. What are the, some of the famous stories? Uh, one of them you have is uh, one of the more famous spirits uh, that is said to inhabit the area is the one of uh, Reverend George Eastman, who had been the parson of the island. Uh, at the church uh, during the 19th century or, you know, during the 19th century. Um, they said that after he died, uh, like, like his ghost immediately began to appear in, in some areas. And they say they can often smell uh, rotten odor coming from the house or they can hear moaning or other strange noises. And it's not, un- they say it's not unusual to see like ar- around like the entire area, like uh, floating lights and, and things like that. And it's, yeah, that's at least one of them. That's weird. Crazy. What else we got? Got, uh, I've heard, read one about the, the lady in the blue dress, woman in blue. Um, I guess she's said to be, she lost her child um, in the 1800s. She was married to an accountant that worked at the penal colony. And uh, they said she, yeah, she lost her baby during childbirth. And then she would return to this building day after day. And she still does looking for her unborn child. And many people report that if you see her, she's like pale blue. And some people said that, um, she was, she's been seen laying in a pool of her own blood, uh, with her arm broken, um, and just twisted up on the floor, um, pale, pale skin, and a really light blue dress. And she's always accompanied by like disembodied child, like laughter of children. And then, uh, Brayden, you were talking about, uh, inmates actually killing each other as a way to get out of, uh, 
being imprisoned there. Earlier in the 19th century, uh, when they were actually building the church, it was said that two convict uh, workers had ended up getting in an argument and then started a brawl. And one of them, I believe like he jammed a pickaxe into the other skull like three times. Uh, and it took him at least an hour to die after that. And then oh, they said shit. that uh, caretakers of the church and the tower reported that at one point, like even a- after the man died, uh, Ivy began growing on the church wall everywhere except that one spot where the man's blood had soaked into the ground. Ooh. Ivy doesn't like m- m- human blood. I guess not. Doesn't like bad. Doesn't like bad juju for sure. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> the big thing that convicts were doing there too, um, and you can still see it right downtown in in Hobart is um, building the city. And it was all out of sandstone and with a pickaxe. So you can see these beautifully carved square um, blocks still there now with all the little with that pickaxe. marks with the pickaxe. And it's like you have a look at this one block with, you know, 2,000 marks of a pickaxe on one side and you just think like every, this whole building was just made by convicts just swinging their axe in. And that's the thing, like even when they weren't in the prison, if they were out working – like they're still just laboring away. So you can see how all that mentality and shit living conditions, hard working, like that's going to fucking mess with you. And when you go, like you've got a beef. So you're going to hang around and fuck someone up, up afterwards. I probably wouldn't for sure. If I had the option to stay around after I died, I'm haunting some people. Oh, most definitely. 100%. But it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, you want to feel bad for these guys. But then again, like, this is Australia's Australia. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is you true. were shitty enough to be sent to <laughs> Australia. And then you were shitty enough to get kicked out of Australia to this place. Like, you had to be really shitty. It's like murderers, rapists, and thieves. Just a yeah, whole, whole colony of them. Fucking- pretty terrible person. Like, or a really a shitty cool- nine-year-old kid because there was kids there. I don't know. I've met some pretty shitty nine-year-olds. <laughs> Well, I, I would say most of them, arguably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there was reports but, like in uh, one of the houses we walked through of the I think you've got that there, mate, is the uh lady in a rocking chair just rocking yeah, away. The nanny chair. The chair's yeah, just still that. sitting there and that's like again, like you know that what has happened there and you're walking around and although you didn't see stuff, you just get the chills and this one building you often uh there's reports of like footsteps and children running from room to room um people have seen that happen as well so like it's it's creepy and that was just like one of the the caretakers house i think it was does this chair just rock sometimes or is it just like always rocking no like just sometimes it wasn't rocking when i was there but like people have seen get the it. chair out of there because it's a Why? national holiday right yeah get the chair out of there <laughs> Fucking glue it to the floor yeah <laughs> why why like okay if you have a rocking chair in your house like one of those old wooden ones what do you expect that's what true. do you expect that's for ghosts they're pretty much always 100 <laughs> that's for ghosts it's a ghost chair it's but not if you a take it away from her she might get pissy and fucking come down after you you don't want that just put it somewhere else man put it in the woods burn it <laughs> put it on the island with the rest of the unknown people yeah fucking <laughs> island in the dead bury it uh, it's um yeah just a, insane um, people see uh, the amount of things like tourists say they see, and I'm sure 
I'm sure some of it's, you know, you get the the fucking people that see anything and everything they want to see, but I'm sure there's a couple that are genuine. People, I'm going to read a couple out that I had. Uh, I have quotes of tourists of what they saw, they what they said they saw. I saw a figure of a lady in a cr- crinoline dress. Crinoline? What's that? C-R-I-N-O-L-I-N-E. Crinoline dress. Imagine it's one of those old dress with like the frills, the frills and, and a shit. bonnet yeah. with outstretched arms. Like a zombie? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, so coming down the stairs, I saw a little girl lying at the bottom of the stairs um, and she was sobbing. I could hear her when I came to the top of the stairs and then when I came down, she disappeared. Well, that's fucking creepy. Um, tons of th- there's tons of people who claim like video. Like there's this one video I watched of this little girl singing, and she's like laying in a bed, and like she's like you're funny, and I'm like the they're like it's a ghost singing with her, and I was like oh, it's a no. little chilling. I'll, I'll post. I'll send the link. I'll pull it up and I'll send the link to you guys. Um, it's a little creepy, but man, I just. You always get those weird places. That's why I think we should go to Riverview one day because it's nearby and it's it's same kind of thing where it's there's a lot of people with some serious mental health issues that were like treated really poorly, and I think that does something to an area. It's it I find it people who have like a mental decline or decay and it's like and like a mass group of people like that. It does something, man. It 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 leaves its mark. Like changes your humanity. Yeah, it's. It's uh, it's creepy. Like, what's that? You know, where we said like, um, the thing where it's the shooting of the photons, where it's like it changes it if it's observed. Where it's like, yeah, uh, like the double slit I think experiment. Of it, yeah, the double slit experiment. I kind of think of it like that too. With like, like we don't know really like wh- what effect we can have in the like reality. So like all these people in one spot having this insanely negative experience. I'm like, I think it. Uh, I think it does something. Like it doesn't allow, because really, what right now they say, "What well, you die and like that's it, like game over." But maybe, maybe not. Maybe if you live a like a a life without hardship or with like oh like this extreme hardship, you just kind of just like pass on to whatever the next dimension. But if you don't like, if you live this life and like your mind isn't right, it does something to you and like you linger here for a long time. That's it. Seems like haunted places are always where there's like extreme anguish, pretty much. Because if 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 yeah. it was just dead people, I mean, like a thousand people die at the hospital like every week, and like the hospital, you don't really hear reports of like modern hospitals being super haunted. Yeah, right? exactly. Like you've you've there's some reason that you haven't left that place yet. Like we're talking about the lady looking for her daughter, the lady in blue, like looking for her daughter. So, so she's got something that she's still hanging on to. Stuck in a loop. She's hanging around. Like she's not ready to go yet because there's something there. These people are. Or something's keeping her there. Yeah. Ooh. Possibly. And it's like, I mean, when we we're talking, if you we were talking about stuff like that and you're talking about things like, uh, you could be talking about things like black holes where it's not like it's a, it's not a gravitational force, but maybe it's some sort of, you know, psychic or you could say, yeah. Uh, yeah, like psychic, like a psychic force, and like the more negative energy you have in a thing, the more pull it puts on that, you know, that uh, 
it doesn't let ephemeral ephemeral or you know the the soul or whatever you want to call it like it puts more hold on that it's it's harder to escape that that's what kind of that that negative energy draws on you when you can feel the pull you know you feel you know these people are saying that they feel strange um like you know you feel a strange heaviness or something like that yeah that could that could possibly that's something to think about it's kind of a cool theory because it's like everything's energy so your consciousness has to be energy of some type so yeah, I guess if you have like, you know, mass experience of like supreme hardship in one area, and like you say, it's kind of like the energy kind of gets trapped there by whatever force this would be. I don't know. Right. Or it's drawing on, you could say it's, you know, it's like a black hole. And I think I remember reading somewhere like a black hole isn't like infinite. It, it is dense, but it's not infinitely dense. Right. And it's like once it, once it absorbs enough matter or, you know, it, it, it basically fills up and once it's done, it's you know, it's, it pops back in a normal, normal space. Um, and it could be something like that where it's like, you have enough of this bad juju, you have enough of this negative energy in one spot and it's just like sucking in the positive energy or whatever you want to call it. And it can draw on that from people or whatever. And then, but it's, it's such a heavy, you know, it, it, some places like this place, which has so much, um, psychological anguish and you know trauma attached to it because didn't it, even in what was it 1996 there was a 1996 yeah it was the uh port yeah. arthur massacre which at the time was the largest massacre in the world um right which, and that triggered like gun reform in australia oh, didn't it? Like, straight like, up overnight just reform. like new zealand uh this year when there was the massacres like yeah guess what stopping the guns like that so yeah they had massive um stopped all semi-automatic fully automatic guns in Australia, kicked in straight away with that. So there was 26, 28 people, I think, died. It was like um, 35, 35 people died and 35. then like 28 people were injured or something like right, that. Yeah. Yeah. There was, yeah, it was big. But like I say, like this one tiny little peninsula has had a lot of shit go down there. So it doesn't surprise me that there's, or could be, spirits still chilling around hanging around there for sure yeah and then it's if you think about it's it's what's still trapped there and it's like what's drawn there because there's this one story that i found that was really interesting and it was a story of a prisoner whose name was mark jeffrey and he was serving time for manslaughter and he lived on that island uh the Isle of the, which they call the Isle of the Dead, where they buried all the the bodies, right. and he was the resident grave digger. Ooh! And one morning they said that uh, the people on like the main part, you know, the, the mainland, you know, wasn't on the island. Uh, they saw a signal fire, um, and the authorities uh, sent a boat over to to retrieve Jeffrey, thinking something was wrong. And when he got back to the mainland, he told them of what happened. And he said that the night before, his hut had been shaken and rocked, you know, pretty much banged on everything by some sort of invisible force. And well, he just what he described as a fiery red glow had lit up the walls and the surrounding ground. And he said that when he managed to get up the courage to investigate, he was confronted by some sort of creature that he said had like glowing eyes, uh, these giant horns, and it was surrounded by what oh, he shit. described as sulfurous smoke. Wow. 
Wow. Goddamn Beelzebub. I'd be right. uh, I'd be swimming. Catch a light up. I'm out. <laughs> I'd, do, I'd duel him. I'd guitar that. duel him. That's what I would do. <laughs> Get out your fiddle. Oh. Song in the world. You have to. If you meet the devil, you got to duel him. Unwritten rule. Yeah, that's right, crazy. He's the greatest at all games. So pick something. <laughs> <laughs> you better be prepared. Get ready to do 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 100% dead. Challenge him to Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> I never really played Yu-Gi-Oh. I was I played a little Pokemon and then Yu-Gi-Oh came along I never and then played Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I just think it's really funny. That I thought people I play people play Yu-Gi-Oh cards. It's cool. I mean, that's fine. Um, yeah, whatever. But I was like I I'm sure the devil plays Yu-Gi-Oh cards though. He's probably got a good collection. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's stuff like that where you're like was was that this kind of creature it, if it did happen the way that um that Jeffrey describes was that thing like drawn there you know by all the that that negative energy especially in a, a place where there's a bunch of just you know bodies that had just been buried without any regard for whatever the special sacred rites that we give or, you know, no thought of like what's going to happen. Yeah. Just how disregard. Push them away. Right. And all that brought something going on in my house here. I'm getting some, it sounds like either there's burglars coming in to murder me or I don't know. No one's supposed to be, no one else is home. And I just like, I can feel like doors opening and then I can feel footsteps and I feel like it's like right behind me. It's creeping me out. Trying to I add- have this stupid, I have this black screen behind me so I can't see behind it. It's freaking <laughs> me out. I can't like check the door to see if the, even the door is like open on the other side. Just keep streaming, man. You'll be up. Yeah. Well, well at least you guys will watch you die at my, least. Like- you'll witness <laughs> my demise. Yeah. <laughs> I hate talking about ghost stuff because then it freaks me out. <laughs> I'm on edge now especially when you're home alone yeah. it's like those videos Jesus. of those like game like uh, YouTube streamers who like film the robbery behind them while they're playing video games and shit careful alright I gotta check this <laughs> he's gone <laughs> he's actually out. he's getting up <laughs> he's walking down oh uh, he's gone oh where is he this is we don't know what's going on now cause we can't hear yeah, him he's gotta go check we talk about ghosts off something he's, he's hearing shit now just peeking out Dude, uh, it's hard to not. I get the I get the chills sometimes when we're talking about ghosts. This fucking shit creeps me out. You know? Well, ever since that, anywhere. Oh, like, that one episode. Ha- like my house the- has never been haunted. Like I've never had any, you know, in I've never had any feeling of like being haunted, like having a haunted house or any possibility there could be ghosts here. And then it's like we start talking about ghosts, it's immediately one hundred percent house is haunted. Thinking about ghosts. That's <laughs> like uh ever since we recorded that one about demons and possession in the studio. The oh, there's that, that weird inter- that weird interference. That dumb in, man. If I'm in the studio late, like you know, like one, two, three in the morning, and it's just like middle of the night, I always hear you know you hear a little. A I was little, having a little clink. Somebody not to be like another person, not Brayden, to sit down in the chair. Oh. <laughs> just a completely different person. <laughs> little update. No one's still home. I think my cat was just knocking over stuff, but That's my front door is unlocked. Locked. <laughs> Safe. You check your That's windows. That's not going to keep the ghost out. Yeah, but now you've locked someone inside. Yeah, you check the windows. Oh. No. You check the closet under the bed. No. But hell no. You got crawl space? Um, yeah, I do actually. It's oh, so creepy. Shit. I, I put some. I put some weights on it because one time I had a fucking nightmare that 
I could hear banging and I went downstairs, I opened the closet and in my nightmare, it was just like the, the like, cause it's like a trap door and evil dead. It was just pushing, just it was just pushing up ever, ever so slightly just pushing up. And then when I, I like got the nerve to open it and I opened it and there was like spiders, but the spiders had human heads instead of where their fangs would be. It was just like little faces. Oh dude, <laughs> there's been weights on it ever since. Fucking, I'll, I'll never open it. Never. Fuck that, dude. Uh, I, that's what's down there. 100%. That's what's down there. If I open it, I'm dead. That's face hilarious. spiders. Human face spiders. Human I'm on edge spider. now. I hate talking about ghosts. Fangs, man. You'd be right. If they're human heads, they're going to botch you. Yeah, just fucking clock them in the nose. Oh, dude. I don't what know. are you talking about? The human, the human mouth is like the dirtiest thing ever. If they bite you, that thing's getting infected 100%. It's an and it's not even a death, human. Though. It's attached to a spider's body, like a big spider. <laughs> You don't have big spiders in Canada, mate. Is it like a? There is uh, my. That's is not it, a spider. This is a spider. That's a spider, buddy. <laughs> Brayden, isn't it? Isn't it Apollo Creed size swan or a swan sized Apollo, Apollo Creed? Creed. <laughs> it's uh, it, no, it's uh, like a swan sized Apollo Creed. Oh shit, you're dead. No, no, it's an Apollo Creed sized spider, like big, like oh, his huge. regular face, and then like. His head doesn't look big on a little spider body. It's like proportions. It's, so it's a big fucking, spider. So it's a, yeah, it's a big so spider. So it's a human with a spider body. Yeah, dude. It, it, anyways, it fucked me up enough that <laughs> I have to. There's, there's like, there's probably a hundred pounds of like shit on top of that door. That's not enough. Effectively, hundred pounds, man. <laughs> you know how you know how tough spiders are. You ever try to step on yeah, a big how's spider? How's the spider gonna push it up? How's it gonna push it have up? You ever seen a trapdoor spider? He's got eight legs. Use four of those as arms. Four, man. Imagine, think how much you could deadlift if you have four legs and four arms. Boom. Yeah, but it's it's really low down there, so I don't think you can get a lot of leverage. Yeah. Have you sp- seen how high those jumping spiders jump? I, the I don't have that, to worry what? about. They're trapped in my crawl space, so man, I'm not the, worried about the pressure. <laughs> the, the pressure they can produce, though. You're Listen, fucked. how fr- I was so freaked out by that nightmare that <laughs> I've never even looked. I've never even opened that. To look in, I've just went. No, I can't. I wouldn't either. <laughs> crawl spaces are weird. Like I, I don't think I've never lived in a house that had a crawl space, in it. and it's that's oh, that's weird to have a crawl space like a weird little. Because you hear all the stories of like those people like who found people living in their crawl spaces or shit yes. like that. Like oh my god, like the one video where the chick comes out of that dude's ceiling and, and not like, pees in his sink oh, and then yeah. Yeah. drinks all his food and like he drinks his food and shit. Oh, that's fucking. Oh. Uh, my house growing up dude, had a full crawl space full oh, crawl space and I had to clean it an yeah. 8 year old kid cleaning a crawl space because you get so many cobwebs down there I had to go down with a little stick and I used to roll up the cobwebs on a stick and like, clean it out I remember, it. I remember one time I came nope. over for the weekend that was our chore we had to do is drag stuff out of there for your dad <laughs> yeah that's a that was my, our childhood pretty much my dad would let anyone come over at any time as yeah. many friends as I want as long as they're in the crawl space you, cleaning Webs. And then with chores. You had to wake up Pulling and weeds. do chores, clean the crawl, like so much shit. But we could have as many parties as we want as long as you were working the next day. <laughs> all the time. It's uh, but this whole Port Arthur one's got me all fuck, fucked up now. The only other thing I wanted to talk about is like, there's, you know, we've talked about Port Arthur before. I couldn't remember when we started looking to it. I'm like, what the fuck, Port Arthur? Port Arthur, why is that so familiar? Um, That's a huge massacre there, the shooting massacre. We were we are talking about Port that. Arthur. We just uh, we just talked about that. Oh, oh well, are I we, was are you gone, gone making sure there wasn't fucking ghosts. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, nope, sorry. Before that, it oh. was before that. You were here. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're here. Oh, you were I was there. Unless scared. this is not the real Brayden. Yeah. Did you leave? What happened? Unless, you left. Yeah. Got the, oh shit! <laughs> I saw that. Fuck. Knew it. He's um, oh, he's possessed. Possession. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> but now you're up, mate. 1996. <laughs> um, well, it's crazy. Like that's just more stuff. I was reading a theory that some people think that that guy might have been possessed. But I don't know if I put much weight to that. But we we've been down He's, down that rabbit hole before. Yeah, definitely, yeah. He definitely wasn't um, mentally there fully. Yeah, he he was like a gun savant. He had to be. Well, Crazy. the other claims is that conspiracy. Yeah, that he wasn't. Um, his IQ was not very bright. But that being said, too, like if you've got a hyper focus on a certain passion. Yeah, we talked about it before, but there was no record of him like. Practicing thousands of rounds of shooting, was there? No, not that they were aware of. And yeah. we, I remember talking about too. He had a high percentage of he- headshots. Yeah, in a short, he, he and shooting was really dude, quick too, wasn't it? Like he and the since then, like I've like I've looked into that a little more since we did that podcast because I'm always kind of interested in that fucking the crime and true crime and stuff like that. Some of the ruth, like I never realized like how ruthless some of the shit he did, and like. Some people get upset, so I got to say trigger warning. <laughs> uh, he shot a mom holding her kid with a with her do- young daughter, like young, like it's got to be like I was six maybe, young, like young daughter. He, he walked up, he shot the first kid, and the other little girl went running, and he chased her down. Jesus. To shoot her. Like didn't just shoot her, chased her to shoot her. And I'm like, that is the is, mom still alive? That is some... No, he killed the mom. He killed the mom first. I kind of want to say the, that's that's good because she didn't have to witness that. It's still f- fucked up that he did that. But like, imagine if he did that first. Imagine if your last memories was watching. He's like this your, guy chasing your daughter, your two kids. Yeah, man, that it. That's some like fucked, some cold ass, like dark, like dark, dark shit oh, yeah. that yeah. that happens there. And I'm and like, that's, and that's a big thing. It's, and it's, like, I was saying that they don't believe that he was mentally mentally capable of doing. That's where this conspiracy comes in. That it wasn't actually him. He was just the fall guy. Um, there was mass um, government. I can't remember now, but like there's a big conference in Hobart at the time, and there was a lot of extra police presence in Hobart, larger than normal at the time, because of all these government figures in Hobart. Which is adding to that. Were they meeting about gun control? No, I don't think so. No. But they were saying like just the fact that they're all there and there's the extra high police in the area, timing-wise, how convenient. How quickly he killed all those. Yeah, I've yeah. we've talked about it before, but I'm not not on board. I'm not uh, fully caught up. Let's go to a different – let's go to a – let's theorize a little bit more on the – so say he – let's say he did it 100%, but let's say – you know, let's get into maybe, maybe it was um, something to do with like we've talked about all that bad energy there, right? And yeah. he was someone that's not sound of mind, right? You know, maybe he had some weak mind, and he was susceptible to this. Like, the, you know, some people claim that they're really like, you know, can feel these energies and stuff, right? I'm not a big energy or crystal person at all, but right, maybe he was someone that was ex- like susceptible to like all this like negative energy that was just inherent in the area. Right, that pushed him to this, and 
from reading about him, he had some like he had some things happen. He had that like girl that he was really into pass away, um, and then he he did all he just did all this weird sh- like shit leading up to it. So like maybe he I was like in touch with some weird like energy of the area. So he got possessed by inter- interdimensional demon. I'm not even saying I don't want to say possessed because I don't want to say that he was not at fault or of any kind of way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like maybe this just like brought it out. You know what I mean? Like influenced him, coerced him to do it. Like you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like peer pressure. You know what I mean? If he's someone that's like do he's it, got this weak it, mind and it. he's hearing voices and he's in this area that's got all this bad energy, right? You know what I mean? Like maybe you know maybe that was influencing. Uh, like we were like we were saying before, and again, I'm just theorizing. Uh, you know, all this negative energy built up in this place. So maybe he was, um, you know, autistic on some level and was, and was tapping into something that we're not even aware of. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, that was like my first thought. That was one of my first thoughts. I I read about the massacre thing about being happening near or on Port Arthur. I was like, maybe it was something like that. And yeah, I also don't want to absolve him of any fault of his own. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he was just on the edge. Like he was already thinking about doing it and maybe that, that energy pushed him over, but it's a lot of like the kind of stuff, like whether it's, it's, I don't know if it's just places or, or even times, uh, where you get a lot of stuff that's associated and, and like bad, bad juju like for example for today uh we're recording today was it april 15th yeah like april 15th and uh this is like the same day the titanic sank and it was like the same time that abraham lincoln was shot and now it's also the day that notre dame burned down cathedral yeah so, dude it was a lot of weird shit happened today like uh there was um there was a shooting near our hometown um well there's probably th- there's probably like ten thousand shootings today worldwide well, I'm just saying that's a. I'm just saying putting in context at the time. Right. It, that's an area of like that has literally never happened. Yeah, it's it's out of out of uh, character. So out of character. Area. Yep, for sure. Was it four um, murders? Four. Yeah. Four murders. Right. Of a a guy just shooting people. Sixty year old man. Well, he was. They say it was targeted. It wasn't random, but still. Yeah. Still. still just, and then. <laughs> And then part of me wants to go real, real nuts with it, like real full on crazy. And Let's be hear. Like, maybe, maybe they were trying to bring back the demon that they heard about. Maybe they were trying to summon it back, like they're trying to get back that really bad negative energy, and they're trying to open something up and and bring it back. Oh, like who is like powers of B or like? Oh yeah, that's what you said about the conspiracy that this guy was just a fall guy. Maybe he was the sacrifice or something like that. Plus all that other, you know, everybody else, the blood, blood for the blood god or whatever you want to call it. Um, they're trying. They were trying to bring it back for some reason or something. I don't know. You know, that's real. That's full line. One hundred percent. Go go crazy with it (laughs) for me. (laughs) Right in the hole. Over the edge, but. You could imagine some sort of secrets. I mean, you could, in my in my realm of imagination, as you know, not far to be like some secret society was trying to bring back a a demon or something like that. It's not that that the fact that somebody has seen one there and there's mm-hmm. a, you know a definite presence and there's definitely this like if if there was a place you were going to summon a demon, that's where you would do it. 
wouldn't be a bad spot. <laughs> you know, with all of that stuff that's happened, if you were going to summon a demon from hell, like this is as close. I, I would think that metaphysically, this would be the, the, the closest you would get to hell, you know, on, on like a plane wise be just the, how much bad stuff has gone down there and just the the everything that's gone there if there was going to be a, a some sort of uh thinning of the veil between a, a a bad place and and our dimension like that's this is one of the places that it would that it would be and and look and i'll, I'll agree with that because some people are going to say well there's tons of bad stuff happens other places but like you know there's it's it's places where humans are doing it to each other. Like it's a choice. Um, Port Arthur's one, like definitely like Auschwitz would be another one. I've been to one, um, the, the killing fields in Cambodia. Mm. Like I, they're like, you walk onto that place and there is some, you could just feel it, man. It's heavy. The air is heavy. It's, it's like right away. You're like, like, this is a bad place. I don't like it. The second I stepped off like the bus we w- went to on it. Like you, it, you it's weird that there's areas like that when you're just like it's sobering almost sombering. Yeah. And Tazzy, so, the it has an animal called a devil that's only found on that oh, island. Oh, the Tasmanian devil. It's called the devil because it screams like the devil, right? hundred percent. So I camped with um with a school group, uh, me and a mate. <laughs> like a metal devil? Yeah! <laughs> Not quite like that. Like it was it was terrifying. Um, we had I think there was like uh sixteen students with us, we're all camping tents, just around the on that peninsula as well, actually. Um the Port Arthur Peninsula. And it was about one o'clock at night. The kids had just finally bloody gone to sleep. And uh, me and the other other teacher were there, and then all of a sudden, there's just. I was like, "What the? Is that a devil?" He's like, "Yeah, man, that's a Tassie devil." And um, it was it was what I could only imagine a dynamic um a, a devil would sound like. It was just crazy, and I'm like, like, I totally understand why they're called a Tassie devil now. Not because they spin around. Here it is. He's a Tassie devil. Hey, Will, shut up and you see. Okay. It'll, it'll shut up in a second. Um, yeah, that's exactly what they sound like, man. Like, it was freaky as shit. Nope. I'm nope. out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm d- and but they're not even that big, right? Like they're, no, they're not like even, a fucking I mean, big rat. It's still a terrifying sound, but they're not even that. Yeah, like a raccoon size, right? Like, uh, a little bit smaller, actually. Smaller, yeah. God, you know, fuckers. Yeah, they're but they're they're though, like yeah. power power to weight ratio for their bite, like pound for pound, is up there, like with hyenas or even higher than hyenas. Like it's one of the top in the animal kingdom. Yeah, for its size, it's fucking got a bite yeah. for sure. Yeah. But yeah, it's like yeah. A, a fucking devil man. Like, listen to that shit. Like, you're on an island where there's been massacres and we've killed the native uh, inhabitants originally. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that sounds like someone something trying to force its way through the veil. Yeah. Oh man, it was That's, freaky shit. Uh, it's <laughs> just. The- 
just i think yeah Wait. just summed it up this is oh. australia's australia and it's just like, <laughs> these were like the worst of the worst people like i like good day that's so perfect <laughs> this is australia's australia and i'm like damn that's yeah <laughs> that's exactly Red what old it Tassie. is it's yeah it's, when, when i heard that i just i it was actually i was in canada when someone told me that like yeah oh you're from tassie yeah that's australia's australia and i just lost my shit i was like <laughs> you could not describe it any Australia is Australia. <laughs> I love Tassie. Don't get me wrong. Byron lived in Tassie for a while. I would head back there if, if I go back to Oz. I would love to go back there, but the wife wouldn't like that. But it's nah, haunted it's, as fuck. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And cold and miserable. But now, nah, beautiful spot. If you take away the death and the fucking devils and, and the demons devils and thousands of murdered people, convicts, rapists, thieves. Snakes, and you still had all the other like poison. You have like, are there still on Tez on Tesme? I'm not 100 sure. Are there still all the animals on there trying to kill you, just like they are on the mainland Australia? Do they have all the most fucking of them? Yeah, I was going for a spiders. hike around there and ran into a tiger snake, and you still got your yeah, okay. spiders. You don't have the like, I guess you have a funnel web, um, and a few of the eastern browns and other sort of big predator. Um, well, not predator, but snakes. You don't have crocs down there. She's too cold down there. But then again. As soon as you go into the ocean, you got your great whites uh, coming up into the harbor and good mako shark fishing actually just off Port Arthur as well. So Mako sharks are you just terrifying. Got a different kind of um, sounds terrible. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> and we're not going. <laughs> Cross that one off the list. list. Me and mates, I'm out. Caught a thrasher shark down there actually just off Port Arthur. Those are cool looking Maybe. fish. Yeah, those are cool. Those, those are, are neat. Fucking delicious there, too. There's a there's a great story too about that prison. I forgot is I have no idea how the logistics worked on this, but there was an attempted prison break where a guy put on a skin of a kangaroo <laughs> and he was fucking, he's like hopping his way fucking out. <laughs> but there was such a lack of food in the area that the prison guards started shooting at him because they wanted to kill the kangaroo to get some more meat. And he had to shed the skin and be like, ah, no, hey, it's me. It's me. It's It's a prisoner. And they they gave him 150 lashes for the attempted escape. I Wow. I kind of call bullshit on that because they don't have the big reds kangaroos down there that they do in. Like I said, I don't know the logistics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's just this this one of the stories I read. I, how the fuck do you get a kangaroo skin into the prison? Well, like that's what I was. I have a lot are, of questions. There are a lot, like it, it, maybe it was, it was a skinned one. Maybe it was already skinned. So then so they're just giving the fur to prisoners. Like how the fuck do you? That's a lot of fur. That's true. I don't know. Good question. How to sneak that in? It was bullshit. If you're sneaking a, that much fur in, you can probably just sneak someone out. Again, like the the um the grounds are a lot different now. Obviously since like back in the day when they would have had I'm assuming walls up and stuff to keep the prisons in but the grounds there is a lot of grass there and you like kangaroos and wallabies are pretty common down that way and wombats um but like they're, they're usually a lot smaller down there than your typical big red kangaroos that you get up north so um like you, you're looking at maybe like a four foot four foot but again back in the day, like 1800s humans were Smaller, smaller overall. So maybe this so, guy's like five two. Yeah, maybe he was like just above the technical legal height to be not small, and he could fit into a wallaby potentially. 
Yeah, maybe. But yeah, maybe he's so, all the <laughs> maybe it's maybe he's so he together. The, no, he got into the pouch. He crawled into the pouch of the the kangaroo. Yeah, and him bounce them out. Oh, we I have convinced people that we used to ride kangaroos to school, sit in their pouch, and go to school, and then the kangaroos would be in the paddocks while we're at school, waiting and you'd for jump you. back in the pouch, and then you'd bounce back home. <laughs> And then, like, that's how it works. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's, that's not how, how it works. Keep your carbon emissions down, right? Like, yeah. it is. I, I was quite lucky. I was. I had it. My uh, my kangaroo was uh, 120 hops per minute, so it was a pretty quick <laughs> kangaroo. Pretty pretty fast. But uh, yeah, some of the other mates weren't quite as fast. But yeah, good good mode of transport. Bit of fun. Quite comfy in there. What's that? What is what is a had a sixties CD changer. Is your cars there? like when you buy a car in Australia? Do they say like, this, oh, this thing's got 350 kp? <laughs> not quite KW that's, that's too bad <laughs> um, let's wrap this one up um, I was going to read some five star reviews on iTunes oh but we're all fresh out fresh out we haven't got a five star review in a little while which is a little little, little sad little sad face. Yeah, we just haven't got an update from sad. the website that sends them to us that's probably true, but uh, anyway, so the last one it says was April fourth. So, I no reviews, no five star reviews. I don't think there's any on Facebook either. Either, no, no, just uh, all around <laughs> nope. me are familiar faces, <laughs> worn out places. Podcast is over. Worn out faces. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right There's hun- we got hundreds we s- yeah. I don't know what we've read we can't really go back that far if we missed one way back so um, we got prolapser of the week I'm giving it to our boy Maddie Bob yeah Maddie got himself a himself a shiny new alien theorist theorizing t-shirt from Public. looking good I like the teal color he's part of our Facebook group now he's been active on there and that's pretty much all you need to do to get prolapse of the week sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we got some new Patreoners. Whoop. Get on our Patreon. We got some wicked stuff on there now. Uh, get on there. It helps us. Helps us grow the podcast. Helps us stay ad-free. A um, lot of podcasts. Uh, listen to, I've been listening to a lot of indie podcasts, and they always say, oh, well, we wanted to keep this podcast uh, fan-supported, but we had to use ads. Not us. Hell no. 100%. We're almost at 100 episodes ad-free. We've never done a single ad, so help us support it. If you don't like listening to ads and you just like listen to us right through, throw us a, a dollar on Patreon. It helps. The show is going live um, soon. Live. We just we need one more Patreoner uh, to fulfill our goal, and then uh, we've got to do a live stream. As Sorry, probably. I should say it's going live for Patreon first. Oh yeah, and we'll, de- and, and we'll decide uh, what we're gonna do in the future. But start there. So we happens. got new Patreoners: Roy Powell, Two G No Hoes, Emma CS, Bobby Hill, Bobby, Bobby, uh, Caitlin Musavi, Jonathan Perez, and. Matt, I know I've read the lot the next one. So, cool. 
Sweet. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome to the team. I got a couple new shirt designs coming out. I'll drop them into this week. I was going to ask you. It's been a while since I, you you said we're going to do one a month, and it's been a little while. So. Yeah, I've got like I've got three now. I've got three. All right. <laughs> I've got three. I'm going to post out. Um, two are some OG like I made them, and one I got one awesome fan one. Yeah. I'm going to use so. End of the week. I'll post about it. End of the week. What else we got? I'm going Anything on. Else? I'm going on tour with the band. I'm going to keep telling you until I leave. So if you have never heard my band, it's called Lucky Monkey. You can find us on any streaming service. I'm placing another song at the end of the episode here. I'm going to do the song called All That I Wanted. And if you're in Canada and most of the... All that I wanted was another baby. <laughs> Got an emoji. All that I wanted was, was another baby. baby. Yeah. Pretty much that's a, a cover right? of that song. 100%. Perfect. <clears throat> Yeah, it's a Canadian excellent. tour, so you can find all the dates at luckymonkeymusic.com and come out because we have no fans anywhere else besides PC. So see what happens. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna talk about some aliens because most of our shows are were the opening or second band, so we've got all night to talk. But whatever, come on out. Nice. All right, guys. As we say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies.